T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Hour number two, Danny and Dusty. No, Danny. Uh, we're still trying to reach out to Danny right now. Oh, we got him. I think we got him. I think we got him. Um, we were talking Blazers. We're going to see where they're at right now um, because feels like that six-game road trip was it, my man. And uh, going two and four on it, losing the last three. The way that you lost in Philly and then the way that you lose in New Orleans – to wrap it up, um, it just felt like it was maybe we we saw that final wind go out of the Blazer sail. So we bring him on now, Danny Morang. What's up, my dude? Hello, hello, hello. Yeah, how are you feeling? Yeah, ah, uh, had, had a had a little bit of a rough night, but um, I'm I'm okay. Um, I think I'm still in better shape than the Blazers are right now. That may be the most blunt criticism and harshest that I have ever heard you say of the Portland Trailblazers because you, my friend, are, are in a bed and stuck in a bed right now. Yeah, and you know, so much of, of what I've talked about this season is what was going to happen post-All-Star break. It was, I, I mean, we belabored the point. Six-game road trip, six-game road trip, six-game road trip. Let's see where they are after six games. Ah, mm. uh, they're cooked. <laughs> yeah, not going well, huh, Bob? No, I, I mean, I, I, I flashed the back signal last night, man. I, I, I put up the tank gif last night. You know? It felt like it. It, it felt yeah. like it felt like that was. It felt like that first quarter. Um, well, even before the game, you know, when Dame goes out with a right calf strain after you blow that twenty-one point lead in uh, Philly, you know, yeah. then Dame has the, the right calf strain, which is something he had earlier in the year. Mm-hmm. similar to Nurk, who had a calf strain, and then he missed an extended period of time. Um, when that happened, and then you see how the first quarter played out, we've seen this team, you know, when when Dame isn't playing, put up that fight, especially, you know, having Ant there. But when Trey Murphy is going off and, and dropping, you know, 40 on you in the way that first quarter where they score 40 in the first, it did feel like that was the final win coming out. Yeah, the the Philly game they came out with all kinds of fight, and and really, uh, the the Philly getting back in that game and and Philly winning that game, I didn't feel like Portland let down. I just felt like Philly was incredibly good. Embiid was so good down the stretch. Um, it was just you know that's an MVP caliber player doing what he does. I like those guys. And yeah, they're really good. Useful. <laughs> I want one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. I thought you saw kind of what you 
kind of envisioned the Blazers being, where Dane, it wasn't Dane doing everything. It yeah. was Ant, it was Cam, it was Tease, it was Jeremy. You had trended. Like, it was this – there was just stuff everywhere. And it was like, ah, this is what this is supposed to look like. And that that meltdown I, – and I hate putting this on him just because it's it's more than just this, but missing four straight free throws mm. by Nurk. Yeah. It just sapped every bit because you hit one, you yeah. hit one free throw, but literally just one. That's all you need out of those four. It's the Blazers likely win, yeah. and the 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 way that just that the wheels fell off like that, um, and then Embiid hitting that shot, it was just that was that was it. And, and I felt like had they had they won that game, had they they beat Philly. I feel like the Blazers probably try to let Dane go uh, against New Orleans. And honestly, they probably ride the high of beating Philly. They come out probably a lot differently than they did against New Orleans. So yeah. They have a chance to get that game. Well, yeah, and yeah. If you, if you win that, if you win that, then you're talking about a four and two road trip going yep. into that New Orleans instead of two and four, which that is a, we talk about this all the time. Extended road trips, 500 is good. Yeah. 500 is good. You go four and two on that road trip. I, I did the math on it the other night or after the game, and I was like, they would have been like fifth or sixth, depending on where it was that night. I was like, they would have been in it. Hmm. They, they would have been right there. And then you're like, okay, but you you fall on your face like yeah. that after the, the the Philadelphia game. Yeah, I. They're done. Okay, they're done. let's talk about this then. Um, let's so when we're looking at injuries. You know, Nurk, obviously, calf, and um, that's been a bugaboo on him. Damian mm-hmm. Lillard, and what's the severity of, of – just give me an overall look at the injuries because we had Jeremy Grant getting poked in the eye. Is there any update oh, yeah. to Justice Winslow? Like, there's a lot that happened uh, over this weekend. Yeah, so obviously Ant's back um, and, you know, played in the last two games of the road trip. He looked great. Um I, I haven't heard anything about him beating additional arrest. Um, Nurk, I mean, him getting back on the floor was number one, surprising. Number two, he looked lighter than he – he looked like he was down 15, 20 pounds. Yeah. Um, that was what was incredible about that. Um, I haven't heard anything about him being, having his, his, his minutes restriction changed or anything along those lines. Dames, I know he's been dealing with – like he kind of rolled it and – Stubbed it. His whole right leg has just kind of been kind of a mess for a couple of weeks. Mm. Um, but he's just been playing through it. It hasn't been something that's been serious, but the calf strain becomes a bit more serious um, because it's his calf. Um, and that has kind of lingered throughout the season. Um, they haven't said anything specific about that. They got home, I think, about 2 o'clock this morning. I would imagine Dane's been getting treatment all day, and we'll probably hear a little bit about it. Uh, probably hear about ten minutes. I would imagine. Yeah, and I, I wouldn't see them pushing him back at, at any time. Um, well, he's going to push back. Going. I know, I know, but them, I don't yeah. see them trying. No, no, trying to um, get him out there unless he's one hundred percent healthy. We had this question though uh, coming in, and you know, I, I I go down the road of look, the guy is not playing with a, a full arsenal, but we have seen a lot of blown leads from this Blazers team. We know last year when they were tanking, they set the record for, you know, 30 point losses and all that stuff. 15 of them. Yeah, that was a lot, but you have a a lot of double digit leads that have been blown. And this is going on around, around the NBA this year, but Uh with 
the Blazers, it seems to be a common theme. And, you know, I, I think Chauncey Billups, there's only so many adjustments you can make when your roster is so limited. How do you feel, uh, though, about the way that this has has played out with the, the way that double-digit leads have gone for Portland? Yeah, it's 16 blown double-digit leads. So if you let's just say they get half those. Make it yeah. eight of them. Mm-hmm. Just eight of them. They're what thirty nine wins right now. <laughs> they're thirty. They're thirty nine and twenty nine. Yeah. How does that look? That looks that good. Looks, different. looks really good. I think. I think that puts them fourth. Yeah. And that that is. But that to me, on one point, it is. Yeah, the Blazers don't make a, a lot of great adjustments when a team gets rolling and they figure something out and they go downhill. But I also go with what do you want them to do? Like what. What what do they you do when you lack size and back 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 court uh, size in defense? What was that? Sorry. No, I said they, they also built the double digit lead. Yeah, that is true. Like, I, I was actually having this exact discussion with somebody last night, and it's a question that I want to. Uh, you know, unfortunately, I'm not in the building to ask it's on the road trip. And number two, I'm I'm laid up. But it's a it's a question that I want to ask Chauncey. Like the idea of how do you look at the situation and where you guys are at and look at the fact that you guys have lost 16 games where you had a double-digit lead? And I know the NBA is different and all those things, but where do you kind of land at when you talk about, hey, we built this lead, which means you probably game-planned incredibly well coming in. You mm-hmm. came in with a good game plan, but you're unable to adjust. Is that because you the – your bench group lacks personnel. Is it because you lack rim protection? Is it because you, you don't have that chess piece, so to speak, to make those adjustments? Or is that on you not being able to, to make those adjustments on, on time? Is that like, and I think that's, I think those are fair questions to ask. Um, I, I, I'm very tired of the, it's all Chauncey's fault. I, I don't think Chauncey's this great coach. I think he's a coach in his second year, Dealing with a lot of different things. Like I, that's that's what he is. I don't I don't think he's Greg Popovich, but at the same time, I don't think he's the worst coach we've ever seen. Um, but the, the question is for the Blazers is you know they go into this off season is Chauncey going to be their guy? Let's say the Blazers go make a massive trade. Is Chauncey the guy that they they think is going to be able to lead that team? Any time that you know things like that are brought up too, and that's that's a legitimate question. I mean, but it is you better have a damn good answer to it. Like who's yes. go, who's going to be better, and and that is like anybody anybody could be really because would, do you know who that is going to be, and that becomes a bigger question. Like that the the entire tenure of Chauncey Billups has been tumultuous. The way, mm-hmm. the way he was hired, the first six months of that, like once that dust settles and then Neil O'Shea gets fired, and then it is you finally right after that, a month and a half later, you trade away the the second best player on the team, and it is mm-hmm. hard reset to, to give yourself flexibility, and then you're coaching a team that's tanking for the rest yeah, of the and year. And none of those, what would he got? Trenton Watford, Drew Eubanks are the only guys of that team that were viable yeah. members of the roster yeah. this season because the star players hurt and he's got, he gets ab surgery lost in there. And then you, you go and you start this season 
10 and 4 with healthy pieces though still not the top 8 in the rotation, right? And then all yeah. of a sudden injury 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 just starts piling up and it's one step forward and two step back, two steps back. Literally, one you you get one guy back and then somebody else leaves. <laughs> you know, like we saw it this weekend. You get Ant back in Philly and then you lose Damon New Orleans. Like that has been the story of the season and the story of his tenure. And so that's where I go like I don't know. I do not know what Chauncey Billups is going to be like with a with a legitimate NBA roster, with a legitimate NBA roster to compete for uh-huh. a, a a top five playoff spot. Okay, and then in a in the moment in a big game, I don't know what he would he would want to do because this roster is so limited right now that all of those adjustments, those quick decisions that you make. I think a lot of them are just acts, and, and this is a very tough thing to do as a coach when you're like, I know what I should do, but I can't put my guys in that position because they will fail, right? Yeah, exactly. You, you get like, uh, I had somebody ask, well, why is Cam Reddish inbounding the ball? And I'm like, who else do you want inbounding? <laughs> and that that last play against the, the, the 76ers, yeah. I was like, do you want it inbounding? No, you want him on the catch. Do you want Dave inbounding? No, you want him on the catch. Like we've had Jeremy in down a couple times this season, and you know, I believe it was Jeremy that got hit with a five-second call. And maybe you in like it's like, do you want Nurk out there like inbounding, like, it, or do you want him screening? It was just like yeah. it. There wasn't a good option. Yeah, and I don't know. I don't like. I I I, I don't know. And that's that's the hard part. That is the very hard part. Will it be Matisse Thybul moving forward? Maybe. Maybe maybe he is because he's a cerebral guy. You know, but here's the thing: just about about choices and decisions. One of the things that Terry got killed for, and I and I, I agree with it for to an extent, was that he was unwilling to try things. Yeah, they 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 were dead last in the league in what they call um, defensive scheme efficiency, which means they're the, the least likely to try things. Like they went drop covers; that's all they did. Chauncey, in his almost two years now, is fourth in the NBA which means he blitzes, he traps, he hedges, he runs zone, he runs multiple zones, he runs two, one, two, two, threes, three, twos. Like, there's, I think, only, like, Nick Nurse, uh, Spo, and um, Willie Green, I think, the only coaches that are, like, running more um, defensive systems. Yeah. So for, for all of this, like, well, Chauncey doesn't make adjustments. I'm like, well, he makes adjustments. <laughs> Just some of them may not work. Like, that's, <laughs> yeah. like, but this whole idea of, of him, of, you know, the Blazers need to try this. Like, Chauncey tries a lot. And not only that, he tries a lot with rotations. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, with the exception of Nasir Little, which I'm still unsure of how that whole situation is going, how many guys are in the lineup are, like, not getting a fair shake at, at you know, getting minutes and getting opportunities. Yeah, I, yeah. There, I mean, there is a like. Th- there are people that want more Nas and more uh, Sharp, right? But yeah, I, at the same time, I went and I looked this up. Nasir Little is has played the tenth most minutes of any rookie in the NBA this year, raw minutes, and he's played in. Or what? What, what did I say? Shane Sharp. What did I say? You, you said Nasir. Oh no, no. Shaden Sharp has played the tenth yeah. most raw minutes of any rookie in the NBA this year. And he is, he's played in 67 games, which only Matherin in Indiana has played the exact same amount. Like, 
He's yeah. getting a lot of minutes for a rookie, and they may not be in critical moments, but he's not ready for critical moments. And he's not going to win the Blazers any more games. And Nasir Little has no. been, always been a roller coaster with his health, and I think they're trying to manage that too because they do have him under a, a, a contract moving forward, you know? Yeah, no, and that's a, that's a big thing. Like, if you look at it, <laughs> um, last time I, I charted it was a couple weeks ago. Shaden was on pace to, to play uh, Ant's rookie and sophomore year minutes combined. <laughs> so, it's like, and again, that's what I mean. And again, this isn't to, like, extol Chauncey and say he's the greatest coach. It's just, like, when you're being critical of, of him and you're, you're doing your assessments, yeah, just look at what's actually out there. Like, if you want to be critical of something – what what exactly are you being critical of? Because I think those are the same discussions that the Blazers are going to have this summer. Um, and, and I don't think that there that anybody's sitting down and like looking to fire him. Um, but if the Blazers are going to make huge personnel moves, I think that they do need to evaluate that and decide if you know if they get. Let's say they make a move for a star, and they're all, all of a sudden a team that's ready to, to compete. Do they believe that Chauncey's a team that's that the guys going to be really ready to take that team into that? next stage that next era and so as you evaluate your roster i think you evaluate your coaching staff um i think the same thing that they do they should probably do with their assistants as well yeah all right uh how do you feel about jimmy garoppolo being your quarterback <sighs> why why yeah yeah well because uh Derek carr didn't want to be there and apparently aaron Rodgers didn't want to either <laughs> I know it's, it's all. I saw uh, uh, Field Yates tweeted out last night um, the salary cap or the the cap figures for all the teams, and I looked at it and I went, "Oh, that's that's great." And it's definitely not. Uh, I've never seen the Raiders with a bunch of cap space do anything stupid. No. So, no. <sighs> well, at Here least we it's go. team friendly. At least it's team friendly. It's team friendly. Yeah, well. All right. Mm-hmm. All right, Danny, we'll talk to you tomorrow, my man. Yes, sir, brother. You all take care. All right, later. Danny Morang, um, he's the Danny of Danny and Dusty. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.